Welcome to the Your Best Being Podcast, where we talk all things self-development, wellness, spirituality, and healing, giving you tips, tools, and the inspiration to become the best version of yourself. Welcome, Kendra Cameron. Kendra, I'm so excited to have you here today. Welcome, welcome. Thank you for your time. Thanks, Andrea. So Kendra is a free spirit, a lady boss, a traveler, an entrepreneur, an investor, and a coach. And so let's just dive right in because Kendra, I know you through um, when you were a realtor. So how did you get into real estate? Yeah, well, <laughs> um, I had actually, so before I was in real estate, um, I had my own little aesthetic studio just working for myself. And I had a couple of great um, long-term clients who I absolutely adored and loved. And I really have watched their careers take off in real estate. Um, and, you know, after talking with them, I was, you know, I'm very much a people person. I, you know, I like being around people. I was used to having clients. Um, and I was feeling a little bit stagnant in what I was doing. Like I, I was doing really well for myself, but I, I just didn't know what the next step was. Like, I kind of felt like I had like, sort of peaked, if that makes sense. And I just felt the need to do something more. And because at the time I had never taken any type of like post-secondary education, um, I kind of just wanted to prove to myself that I was um, capable of doing sort of a job that exercised my brain a little more. Mm -hmm. And I, yeah, I basically wasn't inspired by them. Um, so yeah, I just, I ordered, I ordered the real estate course and the rest was history. Good for you. Amazing. And that math part is so challenging. Personally, I found it challenging. <laughs> um, so <laughs> how many years were you in real estate before? Because you've moved on. You're actually moving into, I'm, I'm so excited for you. I'm noticing what you're about. Um, what did that look like for you to decide to step out of real estate? Yeah, so I had a good three three year run, <clears throat> excuse me, in uh, in the real estate industry, and I think again um, choosing to leave it was a little bit of the same feeling, I guess. Mm -hmm. um, there was definitely things about the real estate industry that uh, I didn't like that I didn't realize when I had like decided to go into real estate. Mm -hmm. Um, and I was kind of at that crossroads, I think in my career where, um, like three years in, you know, I was doing well, making a good income for myself. But to me, it was kind of like, uh, like, okay, like, where do I go from here? Cause you know, the next step in, in that industry would have maybe have been to like start a team or become a broker. Um, and, and then I, I kind of just looked at those options and thought that, you know what? No, like, I don't feel like this is my calling um, for the rest of my life. And I, I wouldn't necessarily be happy doing that. So I kind of made that decision again, um, to pivot in what I was doing. Yeah. What else? Now, was that what you disliked about it? When I say dislike, I mean, because you had mentioned that there was a few things you'd noticed. It was just that like you'd hit a ceiling? Or were there other things that 
you felt like you were not tapping into as much um, or what were some hesitations? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, um, yeah, when it, when it comes to, to my career in real estate um, and deciding to leave, it was definitely more of a being motivated by pain type of thing. Mm-hmm. I, um, yeah, like there, there was things in the industry that I, I didn't like. And from a business perspective, um, I felt like I could put my efforts somewhere else and grow exponentially bigger um, than I could in that industry. And so that was a big factor for me. Um, after, after three years, I mean, you know, that's how we know each other. It's a, it's a tiring gig, uh, with, <laughs> with that, you know, you, you're not, you're not in control of a lot. And, uh, for me, that's a problem. I mean, when you're a real estate agent, you are at the bottom of the totem pole, really, because you have to work under a broker, under a brokerage, under the real estate council of BC, you're governed by law. Um, there's a lot of rules and you know, you kind of have everyone telling you what to do in that business. I mean, down to, you know, doing your taxes, there's different uh, rules as a personal real estate corporation, as opposed to um, you had, let's say a different type of business where you can be incorporated and receive more tax benefits. So I think I just looked at a lot of it and I kind of felt, you know, if I'm going to be, you know, self-employed building a business I don't want to still have um sort of like these rules and like a watchdog over me I want Mm -hmm. the freedom to you know run my business and do what I want Mm -hmm. and and not have that sort of type of I don't know what you would call it like I don't know I just thought it was really stifling I felt like um you know, other businesses where you don't have that type of setup or hierarchy would be better I t- I'm in full, like from free spirit to free spirit. And I'm so grateful that you um, have brought this up and talked about it so honestly, because I do feel that, <laughs> let's just say from that agent, from agent to agent, part of us there, I mean, I know that there are others, right? And so I guess I just want to commend you for shifting forward and saying, you know what? No, because I mean, a lot of people could do good business. I'm sure you would have continued to do good business just staying in real estate. What, at what part did you realize? Cause I mean, obviously being a realtor for three years, you didn't just decide at the 11th hour, Oh, I want something greater. Or did you, was it, was it a quick decision or did it take time to set that up for you to shift away from real estate and shift into what you are doing now, which we will get to in a minute. Yeah, so about um, probably 1.5 years, like halfway through my career is when I started thinking, um, like having those first thoughts kind of creeping in, like, is this what I want to be doing forever? Mm -hmm. Um, And really, I think those thoughts just started coming probably from the same uh, complaints that most real estate agents have about, um, you know, always being on call, you can never shut off your phone. Um, And a lot of the times, you know, like real estate agents get paid really well when they do a deal, but also a lot of times you end up working for free and and really feeling um, sometimes underappreciated. So I think that's what first got me, got me thinking, is this what I want to be doing forever? And do I have the energy to do it? And then I think those um, thoughts kind of led in to me really just researching and learning more about business in general. 
Um, and it was really kind of through, through those, I guess, ideas um, that I really kind of had to assess where I was and what I was doing and ask myself, is this career going to take me to where I want to go? And at the end of the day, that answer was no. So I think, yeah, about halfway through my career is when I kind of started questioning things. And then definitely probably the last nine months I was still licensed. Um, In my head, I knew like that I was leaving. And so how did you set up your exit strategy? Like, did you come across, uh, cause I'll be asking you more about what you're doing right now, which is I believe Forex trading, correct? Yes. Yes. I'm excited to talk to you about that, but did you have that set up or did you set, set up an intention to move into something else? No. So really my, it, it was really about the intention and I just got to the point, um, I mean, I don't know if you're like this, but I'm totally someone that like, once I really know I don't want to be doing something anymore, or I want to be doing something else, like I just found it really, really hard to continue on doing something I didn't want to be doing. Oh, I'm like that too. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Like, yeah. Like I was checked out, right? Like I was at that point where I was like, I know I'm not doing this forever. So I don't even want to give my energy to it anymore. Like I don't care. Right. So Um, when I actually left, so no, I didn't even learn about Forex trading until, uh, probably 30 days after I had actually hung up my license and I actually hung up my license with honestly, not a lot. Um, like financially I was fine. Like I knew I could go quite a long time, um, not creating, you know, that same type of income, but I really actually did not have um, like a solidified next plan. I just felt like I needed to close the door so that when the right thing came along, um, I would be able to recognize it and not still be grasping onto the past. Right. Right. That's amazing that you did that. Uh, did you have any fears or any part of you that thought, am I making the right choice? Or did you know that within your entire body, you were doing the right thing. Yeah. So I think for me, um, like financial fear, no, because, um, like I was already like set up to be okay, but I also am kind of that type of person. Like I don't have, um, an ego in the sense of like, like if it really came down to it, you know, like I couldn't pay my bills. Like I'll go get a job at Walmart until I figure out what I'm going to do. So like, I'm totally that person that like, I always find a way to make money. So I wasn't really worried about walking away from that. Um, but the fear that I would say I did have, it was more the fear of, um, people thinking that I was leaving because I had failed. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, because in the real estate industry, um, it's extremely competitive. Right. And I found that, uh, like quite honestly, like 80% of the other agents, I can't stand as people. So (laughs) (laughs) just going to be honest guys. Um, I love your honesty, Kendra. I just, I love it. Yeah. And so 
you know, when I was a new agent, the whole stigma was like, oh, you know, most people don't make it past their first year. Most people don't become successful, blah, blah, blah. We see people come and go. And so that sort of ingrained in me that if I was leaving, people would thought I was leaving because I failed. And um, that is something that would bother me. Like I, I was bothered by the fact that I thought some people who knew me would think that I was leaving, not because it was sort of my choice, but because like I had failed or something like that. So I would say that was my fear. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, thank you for being honest about that. And I think that that makes a lot of sense, especially for somebody who, I mean, you're the type to really put yourself into what you do from what I've noticed. Right. So I get it, but you're on to better things now. Tell me about Forex trading. I'm excited to know a little bit more about it and how you found it and how you knew it was for you. Yeah. So it's, it's sort of funny, um, kind of like how I was talking about, you know, feeling the need to close one door for the next one to open. Mm-hmm. And, um, honestly, I actually didn't know what Forex trading was. So, um, what I did know though, and I had had some extensive conversations, um, with my partner was that I really wanted to learn just more about investing in general, like, coming from the real estate industry, you know, I realized that the the people with the true time and money freedom in that industry, you know, it's not the agents, the brokers or the lawyers, it's, it's the people who invest in real estate, you know, buying rental properties and create um, that residual income for themselves. So I had known, you know, the importance of understanding investing and I wanted to learn, you know, I was interested in learning about the stock market and, and really just learning how to make money with money. And I had talked about this a lot um, with my partner and, you know, we had both agreed that that was an important thing for ourselves to be educated on. And lo and behold, a business colleague of mine who I had actually known through like a business networking group um, calls me up one day and says, have you ever heard of Forex trading? (laughs) And I said, well, no, you know, like show me. And and she told me that she had um, gotten into it, just started learning um, through an educational company that teaches um, people how to trade. And really the rest was history. I jumped in with both feet. I said, how funny that this is like what we've been talking about. And then, you know, this comes into my life. Um, this person calling me up and I really, I just, yeah, I just dove right in. I was like, I want to learn this. I really had no idea where it was going to take me. I didn't have any expectations um, aside from just knowing that it was something I wanted to learn. And that's really how I got started. That is so cool. Are you, um, are you into universal energy law of attraction? Are you, you strike me as somebody that is, that's why I'm asking, but I don't want to just assume, but are you into that? Yeah, totally. So it's funny because I feel like there's like uh, sort of two types of people who are into that. And like, I'm into it on a certain level. I'm not, I'm not into it on like a, uh, what I would consider like a fluffy level. Mm -hmm. Um, But yes, like law of attraction, you know, what, what you want, you speak into existence, but, but more so through um, your own actions. Mm -hmm. right? Like, like what you're subconsciously thinking, 
controls what you do and, and what you do controls your results. So I absolutely believe in the law of attraction and more of um, in that way, as opposed to just, you know, I think a lot of people just think, oh, well, if I think this, you know, it'll come to me. And I think it's, that's not really the truth. Um, you do need to be thinking about things, but you have to put those thoughts into actions if you want results. And so have you been taking, because I noticed you had Bob Proctor on your story. So tell me a little bit more about just your entire self-development journey. Is it, I mean, it goes hand in hand with your new business, with your Forex trading. Um, Have you always been into self-development? I mean, you you do strike me as somebody who is always into self-development quite clearly, but now that you've, you've shifted into this new space, where you really are truly running your own business with not without that hierarchy that you'd mentioned before or as much of it. Um, what does that look like? And, and yeah, how are you, what are some experiences and how are you, how are you developing yourself further? Yeah. So I think, you know, when it comes to personal development, I think um, I've just always have had, um, like an innate feeling within myself that I mean, and this is it's a blessing and a curse, but I'm never satisfied. So I mean, yes, that can lead to some stress and anxieties, but also it has always led to me wanting to be better. Um, and so I've always been someone open to working on myself, you know, I always have wanted to be the best version of me. And I probably sort of got introduced to the concept of uh, personal development, probably through real estate, um, just from, you know, like certain sales training and that um, and working on sort of your mindset and your headspace, which really just led me to, um, you know, reading certain books. Uh, I think probably the the first sort of personal development book I ever read was The Compound Effect. Mm, I love that book. Yes. It's a good one. And so um, I had read that and then I did have a friend uh, tell me about the book, The Magic, which is part of the series, The Secret mm-hmm. uh, by Rhonda. The Magic. <laughs> so grateful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. And so that was sort of really my introduction um, to personal development. And, and I kind of just got hooked since like, you know, I found that those, both of those books were extremely powerful um, and sort of changing the way I think and just clarifying things for me. And so, um, you know, seeking out more resources like that um, just kind of came natural afterwards and um, sort of lucky for me, um, the company that I have learned how to trade Forex through actually directly works with Bob Proctor and he, uh, you know, anyone who is enrolled with the educational company has access to Bob's training as well. So that that has been really, really amazing for me because um, Bob Proctor is probably my favorite. Like, I think he's probably the best uh, personal development coach currently alive on the planet. I love um, Bob. I just, yeah, Bob's been around. He's like an OG, but he, he speaks wisdom. <laughs> he speaks Bob, true. Bob, Bob is just amazing, right? And um, and yeah, so I mean, I've just really, I've 
I found the value in that. And I've kind of realized like, if you want anything in your life to go the way, like it starts with yourself, Mm -hmm. like you're not going to be successful and uh, internally be a mess. Like that's just impossible. Right. Yeah. So, so I, I just, I see the importance of like, it's starting with me and, um, and you know, I've got dreams. I want to go places and, and, so knowing that, um, I've kind of, yeah, gone, gone down the path of personal development, um, and I would never look back. Do you have any tips and tools that you have learned from your journey that you can share with the listeners as to um, either how to get started or just, just even basic tips and tools that you use in your day-to-day? One of them being... Yeah. I know one of them, like, for example, I asked you, when do you want to do this podcast? And you said, oh, well, let's do it early in the morning. I like to get things done early in the morning. And I thought, oh yeah, like you make your bed every day, you know, like, I'm pretty sure you do that too. My whole house (laughs) is cleaned and perfect before I can start working. (laughs) I have OCD. (laughs) Um, I might yeah. I make my bed too. I get it. <laughs> so, um, well, honestly, I find that, uh, most people I speak to, mm-hmm. and, and this is something that it's not sort of like a direct, um, like something like, you know, you should make your bed or you should do this or this is, or you should time block. Um, something I would say like is just start your personal development journey period because I talk to a lot of people and they actually it's shocking to me how many people don't even know what personal development is or they've they've never done it period so I think that and and it's not like um there's no one sort of thing you can implement and it's also not like you read one book once And, you know, you're magically, you know, the best version of yourself. Like it's a, it's a lifelong process. So like, um, my like biggest thing I've learned is to just start working on yourself. Like that's the key is to just really be better. Any, every single person on this planet can be better today than they were tomorrow. And so for me, I think that the key that I've learned is to start and not stop, like continue down that path. Read the books more than once. Um, look for new material and and make it a part of your uh, routine. Like to me, personal development has kind of, it's like air, you know, like I need it in my life. Um, I'm not willing to sacrifice it. So I'm always, um, I, I make the time to read the books. I make the time to sit down and make the gratitude lists. Um, and, and I really just incorporated it into my life, no different than brushing my teeth. And I think that's really the advice I would give is to just start and then continue. That's amazing. I'm, I'm really excited. I, I feel like you have big places you're going, Kendra, and I can't wait to do maybe like a five-year podcast or even next year podcast or something like that with you to see how things have even shifted um, further. I have a question and I love this question. What is a fun fact that hopefully nobody or at least very few people know about you that you can share with us today? 
A fun fact. Or something uh, weird. Like just anything that's nobody or very few people know about you. Something weird and that no one knows about. <laughs> oh, that's honestly really hard because I feel like I'm I'm like a very out there transparent person. So something <laughs> someone doesn't know. Oh, oh, I need to really think about that one. Um, I think that honestly, probably that something that people don't know, um, unless they knew me, let's say growing up. Okay. Yeah. Um, like I think people who've maybe met me in the last five years, like professionally wouldn't know this about me, but, um, I want, like, if you were to ask anyone who went to middle school and high school with me, if they thought I would be a successful person, they would probably tell you no. Um, and, and that's something that I think most adults, um, and people I've met in my professional career would probably be shocked to find out because I was not that person who, um, really had the, I guess what you would consider the the cookie cutter qualities where people would look at a, a, a kid and say, yeah, that, you know, they're going to go somewhere. I was a total badass. I barely went to high school. Um, I partied a lot. I drank a lot. I did drugs. I, I was just pretty crazy and I got voted, you know, most likely to have my own reality TV show in <laughs> high school. So I think that that's probably something that um, people who have met me over the last five years would, would be like really shocked to hear because that's just not how I come across now. And that's amazing that you've taken this direction. I mean, despite people saying that, or, I mean, I don't know if they said that to your face or if that's just what you, but I mean, regardless, you're doing it now and I'm proud of you. And now curious to know if you have one or two people that you nominate to be interviewed on this podcast, the Your Best Being podcast and why. Yeah, so I think a um, a great person to interview would be my um, good friend Ralph Gardner. Um, he has had a pretty wild ride in life, and he's uh, he's someone I really look up to. Um, we've had a, we've had a lot of good chats, and uh, me and Ralph Ralph's involved in the same industry as me, so forex trading. Um, but we, we had met, uh, mutually through, through business networking when I was still in real estate. Um, he would be amazing for this podcast. Amazing. And, yeah. And I think, um, Oh, another person for you. I, uh, I should have thought about this before we sat down. Um, I think that, uh, hmm. it could be just one for now. And then, you know, maybe just like one. Ralph, yeah, Ralph, and I know that people are going to listen to this and be interested. Okay. What is Forex trading? I want to learn more. How can I get into it? I want to work. I want to be in business for myself. Um, how can others connect with you? What's the best way? And of course I will link this, um, in my blog and I'll link it on the podcast, but What's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So the best way for people to connect with me is on Instagram. That's kind of where, where okay. I am more, more so than Facebook. And my 
Instagram handle is Miss Kendra Cameron. Miss Kendra Cameron. Okay, perfect. Awesome. Kendra, I really appreciate your time. It was fabulous to get to know more about you. Um, yeah, uh, we'll pop off now. Have a great day, everybody. And I'll see you in the next podcast. Thanks for listening to the Your Best Being podcast. Make sure to visit yourbestbeing.com and subscribe for free self-development resources and updates. 